Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right. Welcome back. Zachy Bailey up very shortly. Uh, 1-300-01-1170. Jimmy, I watched Benji's interview after the game. He looked shocked. I'm gravely concerned about our attack. Nothing has changed. The only saving grace was Lockie Galvin looks a gun player of the future, says Tiger Deva. That was the that was the problem, wasn't it? Well, one of the problems. I thought defensively they were very poor. Did I read they missed 39, missed, uh, 39 tackles in the first half? 39 in the first half. That's a bad game total. Uh, but that was the Tigers in the first half. Covering across all the preseason challenge and, of course, what's happening in Vegas, the World Club Challenge. All the news from Rugby League. Let's go to our man, Zach Bailey, from Channel 9. He's on the line. Hello, Zachy. Good afternoon, Jimmy. Finally, happy Las Vegas week. <laughs> it feels a bit that way. There's been some... Where are you, just out of interest? Where, where are we speaking to you from? Right now, for my, for my last day of work in Sydney for a couple of weeks, I'm in the Nine News newsroom. Okay. Okay, so we flight flight to flight to LA eleven a.m. tomorrow morning. Wow, is it, uh, this is on the chartered jet? No, oh, no of course not. No, oh. no, 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 no. Oh. I'm in I'm in economy. I'll be sitting alongside my brother, brother-in-law, and old man. So I'm going over as a fan, and I cannot wait. Oh, so it's not a work trip for you. You're just going as a fan. No. Oh, fantastic. Yep, that's how much that's that's how much I love the game. Okay. Well, I think I've spoken in the past, Jimmy. Like you know, we're privileged to work at so many. Great events, you know, World Club Challenge. A few, you know, when the Roosters played over there in 2019, I was there. Grand Finals last year, All Stars. Like, there's so many great things I've, I've been able to cover. Um, but this is a really rare moment where you can, you know, I get to essentially switch off and just go enjoy myself, with, you know, family and friends for for 10 days or so um, over in America. So it's it's, it's a weird feeling, but I'm, I can tell you what, I'm, I'm excited knowing that I don't have to file any stories over there and leave all the heavy lifting to Danny Widler and Danica Mason. <laughs> Uh, very astute of you. Tell me you've got the accreditation, though, so you can get down on the field of play. Well, you see, I'm a team player, Jimmy. So my, while I may have been able to get that, it was too hard to get it for my dad and my brother and right. brother-in-law and mates and all that. So right. I've, 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 taken a, I've taken a ball there. So I said, well, it's, I said to Peter Volandes, I said, can you get us 20 on the sideline? If not, I don't need to hear from you. So I'm, I'm yet to hear back. <laughs> Uh, what I'm reading into that is you couldn't get him, so now you're just playing that card, so fair enough. Hey, uh, World Club Challenge, what did you make of it? Everyone's talking about the, the key refereeing decisions. Oh, my point would be, I think Penrith need a warm-up game if they're going to, if they get to go over for a four or for a fourth premiership. 
Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree. They, you know, watching the first half, look, put it this way, you can talk as much as you want about some dodgy and controversial decisions. I totally get that, and I understand that. But like Penrith looked pretty clunky in the first half. I looked, I felt like Wigan were were up for it early, like in terms of their physicality. It took Penrith a fair while to warm into the game, and then I, I actually thought, oh, you know, Penrith are warming up here. They, they're going to get on top. But like to, to Wigan's credit, you know, they, they stay tough. Um, yes, decisions went their way. Um, but I, I, I totally agree. Like, you know, they've only had one game of footy a week ago, but it's still more than Nathan Cleary and Jack Cole have played alongside each other and a couple yeah. of those other guys, you know, Taylor May in the centres and, you know, Luke Garner back on the edge. Like there's a, a few couple, there's a couple of combinations there and it doesn't matter how well they've been training. As you know, it's completely different over there. The, the environment, I mean... The, the ground looked, you know, like it was getting chopped up. It looked slippery and whatever. Um, the crowd were into it. Like, I love the spectacle and I love the fact that England gets so behind it. It's almost yes. like, hey, we'll, we'll prove who the, you know, the big brother is kind of here. Like, whether it's Origin, the Maroons against the Blues, whether it's any of these great rivalries. Um, so I, I love the concept. Um, I'm just, in a way, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed due to the the success of the Panthers and what they've done here in the NRL, that if they don't win this year's grand final and don't go and win the World Club Challenge last year, it's, it's, it's just something they've missed out on. Yeah. And given they hadn't had two previous shots at it, or one previous shot because of COVID um, a few years back. So disappointing overall. Um, yeah, that's probably my overall assessment. Uh, all right. Let's go to the couple of really interesting stories that have popped up over the last couple of days. Uh, on the back of that really, really positive Financial result that the NRL announced last week. They've talked about buying the UK Super League, which was looked at previously and then I think put on the back burner uh, given the situation where the NRL found itself financially. And now the opportunity that's presenting itself with Rugby League America. We're going to speak to Steve Scanlon, the chief of the consortium, in the next hour. What's your take on that? You could look at them individually or as a group. Well, firstly, I think it's a huge credit to the NRL for the position they've got themselves in. Given, like, I was working for the NRL, Jimmy, when COVID hit, yes. and I still remember the day that P, uh, Todd Greenberg was sitting there and said, "Like, you know, you know, we're we're, we're on hold here." And I remember looking around, and like nothing, no one had ever been through that. Not, not I'm not just talking on the you know world uh, sports scale, but world scale. Yeah, and. For them to be, you know, three years or four years down the track in a position where they're so financially viable that they they can invest in other markets, I like credit to them. And I'm just so excited that this is this is a potential uh, growth area for the sport. The NRL, they're obviously the mo- most powerful rugby league governing body in the world. So if that means that the product in the Super League is going to, you know, be better funded and a better product, totally on board for it. The, the, the one thing that excites me even more is the the news about this NRL Super League, you know, this Amer- NRL America competition that the, the NRL could get behind. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know, like, in terms of how far down the track it is, but I just think it's it, it could it could make rugby league or it puts it into a new market and. Um, you know, they always want to be a world a world game or a world sport. Yep. Well, this is a, this would be a huge step towards that, taking it out of Australia, you know, out of New Zealand, primarily the Pacific Islands and New, and um, 
the UK, this is, is a, this is a huge prospect for the NRL. I've always been an expansionist. I mean it from an international rugby league point of view. I mean it from a club point of view. America was always the prize, and I think this is a, another cherry on top if, uh, when it comes to mm. the Vegas promotion. So I'm very bullish about it like you. Uh, let's go to the games over the course of the weekend. Was there anything that struck you? Tommy Gilbert, unfortunately, looks like it's an ACL. Mm. Cohen Hess, a serious knee injury. And Mike Acevo, uh, after that high tackle on AJ Brimson, looking at three weeks at the, on the sideline. Yeah, so so firstly, for, for the injuries, for Cohen Hess and Tom Gilbert, for anyone injured across the weekend, it's the last thing we want to see. And they're, they're key players for their teams, key yeah. middles, especially Tom Gilbert. Um, you know, when, when he went off and the nature of the injury, you, you just hate to see that. Uh, Mike Acevo, I've spoken to the Eels. I, I dare say um, Brad Arthur, oh, I'm hearing he's livid today. Um, purely because of the nature of it. And Mike Acevo found himself in trouble a couple of times last year where, you know, in a similar position. And, you know, while he might have escaped with fines previously, now he's facing three weeks, you know, with an early guilty plea, which I think I'm hearing that he will take, um, or a month on the sideline to start the year. Like the, the, the Eels have got a, you know, pretty good side, but they're, they're quite skinny out wide in terms of wingers. Suspensions really let them down last year. Like speaking of BA in the off season or after last year, compared to the year before when they went all the way to the grand final, I think they only had like a player suspended for like one week. Whereas last year was like RCG, Michael Sevo, a few yeah. others. It was like 23 rounds of footy. And he's like, when your stars are missing almost, basically he said it's a full season of one of your best players out collectively. And I thought, you know, that, that that's huge for the Eels. And to, so to start in a trial like this, like you can only imagine what, what BA's thinking right now. So a yeah, huge blow for the Eels. Okay, so he's, his issue is with the Mike Acevo, not with the charge itself. No, I understand. Because I think BA's thing is just discipline. So... He's not. He's clearly not learning from you know the third and subsequent offence, which is why he's in this position. Yeah. I think BA would be thinking, "Hey, mate, you just you just like I'm sure, Jimmy, they've they've worked on these. Look, things happen in split seconds, you know, sure. lowering the yep. body and whatever. Like I get all that, but it's probably just being you know just being a little bit smarter or you know lowering your body slightly or whatever. I'm sure they've gone through the training. I'm sure they've had discussions with it. So you can just imagine the coach like, hey. I don't know for sure, but hey, Michael, we've spoken about this. Like, and then you've gone out and done this. Yep. So I, de- you know, I, de- I just think BA would be filthy. Okay, so I've, I'm looking at Michael Suvo, and you know, he's got an incredible try scoring record. If you want to add this to it, which is now a disciplinary issue with uh, three matches with the early guilty plea, grade two careless high tackle. I'm looking at some of his defensive reads that he made, especially yesterday with Philip Sammy just waltzing over mm. for that try. And I'm also thinking about how much teams want to get after him because. I think they feel that if you get it stuck into Micah early on, that his carries aren't as strong as what they could potentially be. I, I think all teams are kicking to Micah Sevo to get really physical with him. So this might be a bit of a problem for Brad Arthur, which he thought was a strength, um, now might turn into a weakness. Jimmy, have you thought about going into coaching? <laughs> Well, I I just see that. Well, you, sold, you, you sold me, but no, it's it's a, it's a fair point. It's like, I think it's like any of those, you know, those, those key wingers or those, um, you know, any of those outside backs or those, you know, those back three. You, the more you work them over early, the better. Um, especially like someone like Michael, yeah, like you take away his time, you take away his potency in attack by working him over in defence, totally. And and now you throw this on top, like. Um, oh, the, the worst thing is, you know, the Titans lose AJ Brimson to a head knock yesterday. So you obviously don't want to, you know, bait him in terms of that. But do you work, try work Mike, Mike Acevo over early? 
100%. Yeah. And, and then the other the other part about it is they tried to work Billy Slater over early, remember, in his <laughs> early... And, and the player responded. So, I mean, it's there for Micah. Yeah. He, can, he can respond to it. What's coming up on Channel 9 News tonight, mate, before you jet out of the country? Well, obviously, I'm not over in the US right now, but uh, Danny Widler is uh, entrenched with the Bunnies at the moment. He catches up with uh, Cam Murray, who joined his teammates late after the birth of his first child. So that's a good yarn. And Danica Mason is uh, in Sydney already. Uh, She caught up with Daily Cherry Evans. It's it's a good chat. He's he's just open and honest about, I guess, his combination with Luke Brooks um, and where where that's at. You know, they they haven't played any footy together um, and they're going to try and light up um, Las Vegas. So a couple of good yarns coming uh, your way from Vegas. Hopefully, Jimmy. Uh, there's no yarns about Zach Bailey coming your way over the next 10 days. Uh, well, I'll follow very closely on your own Instagram. So we'll, we'll, we'll see that um, live and uninterrupted. Good on you, Zachy. You enjoy your trip, mate. Will do. Thanks, Jimmy. Uh, Zach Bailey there from Channel 9. All right, let's get ourselves to the break. After that, more of your feedback coming through thick and fast.